Hi, welcome to what I'm looking at. Today we have a nice bookshelf scene. I'm excited to share what my eyes are seeing. I want to tell you that in the last episode, I didn't know what type of building it was, and I speculated that it could be some sort of law office or a church. And I'm happy to report that when I drove past it, I was able to see the, the sign and it was a church, in fact. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you should listen to my previous episode, Nickerson and Annie. Anyway, we're here to talk about what I'm looking at in this moment. And as I already said, it is a bookshelf scene. Hopefully we can get through the whole thing. I'm going to start at the top of the bookshelf. Actually, I'll start by describing the actual bookshelf. It is one, two, three, four shelves. Looks handmade. Kind of rustic, if you will. The shelves are wood. Well, the whole thing is wooden with some metal, uh, what are those called? Um, hmm. There are metal pieces holding the, the shelves up, but the rest of it's wooden. And the shelves are brown wood and like unpainted wood, but the shelf, the ex- exterior shelf frame is painted white and it's just one coat of white paint so you can see through to the wood you can see the brush strokes so the person who painted this must not have really cared about the opacity of the paint or maybe they wanted to go with a shabby chic look that um that's sometimes popular or it has been popular before okay so on the top shelf let's start at the left there are some non book items sitting on the front of the shelf and it's a burnt stick of palo santo hanging off the edge and there's also a razor blade next to the stick of palo santo and then behind those items are three books the top book is a paperback it's thin maybe 200-ish pages then there's another book which is a hardcover and it's 
bigger, maybe 400 pages or 500. And then there's a bigger book underneath that appears to be paperback. And this book looks like it's maybe 600 or 700 pages. But they're not facing, the spines are not facing me, so I don't know what they are. I don't know what the nature of the book is. The next stack of books. There is one, two, three, four, ten books stacked next to those three. And these, all of the spines are facing me. So I can disclose the titles. Um, but also, there's a capo on top of the stack of the books. And it's a plastic capo, the kind that you just put on and then screw screw it down to clamp it. Maybe if you don't play guitar, you don't know what a capo is, but Google it. So, the first book that the capo's on is called Words by Kevin McName Tweed. I never know how to say his first last name. I think it's McNamee? McNamee? I'm not sure. Um, then underneath that is a Gerhard Richter book called 69 Details. Below that is a pink, small, very thin book. It doesn't have a spine title. I don't know what it is. And then we have The Mists of Avalon. And then another Gerhard Richter book called 100 Pictures. And then another Kevin McName Tweed book called Books. I should also mention that there's a Kevin McName Tweed uh, painting hanging right above the bookshelf. It's very, very nice. It's um, predominantly this rusty brownish color. It looks to be a uh, picture of flowers. Um, the flowers are white and the stem is black and um, it's hard to describe a painting, isn't it? This this is uh, just a side note, so I won't go into detail. But the painting is beautiful. Alright, under the book, books, is a Vermeer book. It just says Vermeer. And then we have the Mystic Warrior's of the plant, sorry, planes. I would like to read the Mystic Warriors of the Plants. And then we have a Julie Meretu book. Never heard of Julie Meretu. Meretu. I don't know what. Maybe she's an artist. I'll have to investigate later. Then next to that stack of books is another stack. Three, four, five, 
seven. Hi. The first is a manual for a Toyota Sienna. Then there's a watercolor painting book. And then another very skinny softcover book with no title, so I don't know what it is. Oh, and then we have actually a puzzle. It's a 3D illusions puzzle. Looks like the person bought it at Toys R Us. And uh, it's 550 pieces. And it's one of those um, one of those illusion puzzles that is like you have to sort of make your vision soft in order for the image to come out. It's like a seeing eye. What do they call those? A um. I can't remember, but. It seems like a difficult puzzle to do because it's not really an image, it's like just a pattern. Maybe that's why it's still in the box. Alright, then we have a Luke Toyman's book. I really like him. He's a painter. Then we have more Gerhard Richter books, one called Editions 1965 to 2004, and then one uh, called 40 Years of Painting. What a guy, that Gerhard. Now we're on to the first actual shelf in the bookshelf. I'm going to start on the very left end. We have a, on the top, a Stravinsky book called Poetics of Music, and then one by Daniel C. Dennett called Freedom Evolves, and another one by the same guy called Consciousness Explained. Maybe his last name is pronounced Dennett. I'm going to say Dennett. Then we have a book called Vehicles. I wonder what that's about. And then we have one called The Meme Machine. Alright, moving on. Second stack. We have Formulas for Painters. Then we have Slouching Towards Bethlehem and Interaction of Color by Joseph Albers. Hmm, I would like to read that. Then we have The Painter's Handbook and The Materials and Techniques of Painting. I took a Materials and Techniques uh, course in college and it was taught by the artist Rebecca Shore her work is very interesting if you ever want to look it up Rebecca Shore we have some more Gerhard Richter books coming up 
doubt and belief in painting. And then we have one called Writings, 1962 to 1993. And then we have one called Writings, 1961 to 2007. I didn't know there were so many books about Gerhard Richter. I really like the documentary that's about him. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a good one. Now we're on to this second shelf of the bookshelf, and I'm starting at the left once again. We have Dialogues on Perception. This book is a very nice color red. And then, Screen Printing, The Complete Water-Based System. And then a book called Foundations of Vision. The next stack of books starts with one called The Invisible Dragon. Sometimes I feel like an invisible dragon. Or there's an invisible dragon living inside of me. I wonder if that's a novel of some sort. Alright, then we have one called Asphyxiating Culture and Other Writings. Hmm. Next we have Arts Prospect by Roger Kimball. Then Notes on the syn Synthesis of Form. I had a little bit of a hard time with that word. Synthesis. Then the new typography. Conceptual revolutions in 20th century art. Art and the invention of color by Philip Ball. I guess the title of that is called Bright Earth. Maybe it's talking about when people first started painting and they got their um, pigment from natural things like dirt and clay and rocks and bugs and stuff like that. Beetles. Next on the last stack of the bookshelf, I'm calling them stacks by the way because they're not lined up like in a, like vertically all next to each other, they're in little sections of stacks sitting horizontally, so in case you were wondering. We have America's Game, I can't read the subtitle. The epic story of how pro football captured a nation. I see. It's about football. 
Then we have a book called The Founding Fish by John McPhee and another one by him called Coming into the Country. Hmm. Then one by Mary Roach called Packing for Mars. Could you imagine packing for Mars? What would you pack? Definitely food, water. I suppose you might pack for Mars similar to packing for camping or something. Unless it, unless it was like a luxury Mars trip where there was like a bubble, an earth bubble, and it was just a vacation. I guess it just depends. Definitely I would pack my sketchbook and my recorder. I think I could record a lot of good episodes of what I'm looking at from Mars. And uh, then we have Pioneering Space by James Oberg and Alcestis Oberg. I've never heard that name before. Alcestis. Sounds like a disease you would get from water, like a bacteria disease. Okay, now uh, we're on to the third shelf. Looks like a very interesting book called The Function of the Orgasm. Um, I wonder what that is. And then we have People in Trouble. American Odyssey, Letters and Journals, 1940 to 1947. And then Fury on Earth, a biography of Wilhelm Reich. These are all by the same person. Wait, the first three are by Wilhelm Reich. And then this fourth one is biography of Wilhelm Reich. Next to that stack is another stack called this, uh, sorry, another stack with the first book called The Soul of Man and Prison Writings. Then we have one called Inside the Whale and Other Essays. And then The Rings of Saturn. Did you know that they know what the rings of Saturn sound like? There's a recording of the rings of Saturn and it is gorgeous. You should look that up. Okay, the next book is called Demon Box. Aren't we all just demon boxes 
next book is called The Night of the Gun by David Carr. And then one called Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. She's a cool lady. And then one by Patti Smith called Just Kids. I was just telling my friends the other day that Patti Smith was um, the person giving the commencement speech at my college graduation from the Art Institute of Chicago in 2011. And she played some songs and I shook her hand and it was pretty awesome. Okay. Chronicles by Bob Dylan. Or maybe not by Bob Dylan. Maybe about Bob Dylan. And then we have one called Fugitive Days. Then one called Terror or Love. Then one called Tarantula. Bob Dylan. And then one called the Norton Book of Interviews. I wonder what type of interviews or who they're interviewing in that book. There's got to be a theme, but it doesn't say so on the spine. I wish I could describe the way these books look visually but that would take a very long time. So I hope it's okay that I'm just telling you the titles right now. Maybe if it were just a stack of three books, I would have enough time, but not today. We have made it to the last shelf on this bookshelf, and it looks extremely interesting. First book, Science and the UFOs. Next one, The Phoenix Lights, which I'm assuming is UFO related. The next book is just called UFOs. Generals, pilots, and government officials go on the record. Interesting. Solving the Communion Enigma. And then we have The Secret School by Whitley Strieber. Um, I can't see the title. I think it's called Breakthrough. There's a sticker over the title. But it has an alien picture on it. And it's also by Whitley Strieber. Another one by Whitley Strieber is called Confirmation. And another one called Transformation, The Breakthrough. I just watched a movie about Whitley Strieber. I've never seen it before. Um, it was really good. 
and it was called oh, I'm blinking hold on I think it was just called the it was called communion yeah I think it was just called communion um but I, if I were you I'd watch that all right moving on I can barely read this from where I'm sitting but it says the mothman prophecies and then we have the key then we have the hunt for zero point and then we have hunt for the skinwalker witness to roswell ufos and the natural national security state ufos and the national security state wait there's two of the same book i wasn't just repeating myself and then we have one simply titled ufos we're on to the last stack on the last shelf friends and the first book on the last stack of the last shelf is called Illumit and then there's a crack in the book so I can't read it rule by secrecy then we have the master game then we have the man who killed Kennedy and those are all of the books on this shelf. The last shelf um, definitely is interesting to me. It reminds me of listening to uh, Coast to Coast AM and that sort of thing. I think we are all fascinated by UFOs and unexplained phenomena. Maybe not all of us, but a lot of us. Also some nice interesting books about painting and painters and... Yes, I think looking at someone's bookshelf is a great way to understand the person whose bookshelf it is. Wouldn't you agree? I wonder what your bookshelf says about you and what mine says about me. Maybe one day I'll share with you my bookshelf because this is not my bookshelf. I think I am done for today. I thank you for being here with me and for supporting this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful morning or evening or night or all of them. And I look forward to sharing what I'm looking at next time. Bye.